0: Don't forget about our friends at Quick Trip. Got a good one coming up tonight, the Rams and the Buccaneers. And if you're saying to yourself, man, I don't even know what to make for dinner, just like mom would make, grab some meals from Quick Trip. They've got you covered tonight. All you got to do is stop in, bring them home, heat them and eat them. Good stuff. I stopped in a Quick Trip yesterday. I picked up all the necessities that I normally do. I got milk and eggs and I got some bread and you can get all those things really quick. And then I grabbed a couple of Red Bulls on the way and I was out the door. And I used my Quick Rewards card. By the way, I used the Quick Rewards card the other day. I think I was telling you this. And uh, at the pump, it was a pleasant surprise because I had to fill up the truck, put the card in, typed in my number, and it says, uh, you know, would you like 10 cents off per gallon of fuel? Oh, my goodness, I filled up for a buck 69. I was a happy guy, really happy guy. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip when you use that Quick Rewards card. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Eric Brancheck of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. So, Eric, was this a good team that played bad football and turnovers and such yesterday, or is this a team, as we say, they are who we thought they were?
1: <laughs> that's a great question <laughs> right out of the gate huh yep. uh well i would say honestly um you know if you remember back to friday i was pretty confident that they were going to win and they looked okay like they could have won but the point where i was really kind of uh hung up on was were they going to be able this is this is kind of be controversial but i i I felt like it was going to come down to coaching and not come down to the players on the field. And some of that, I think it held true that it came down to coaching and not the players on the field. So I think they are who they thought we, we are, or we, or we, they are who they thought, you know what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't think that anything showed up other than the fact that they don't have, you got a young coach um, and a defensive coordinator who's too stubborn and a, a special teams coach that uh, doesn't learn from his mistakes, and you know this is what this is what you're going to get. So <clears throat> I don't think it's anything um, that is a player personnel type thing. They they need to do a better job on the sidelines.
0: So when you say uh, let's go with the defense first and foremost, let's start there because that's what everybody complains about. When you say you got a coach who doesn't learn from their mistakes defensively speaking, what do you look at with scheme? where you say what cuz I said it a couple of times yesterday I'm like what are you doing and and when you're talking about beef up front and you're running smaller you're running you're going to live and die with that nickel and I'm thinking to myself it's not working so what are you doing that's where I got into an argument of saying look as much as I defend Mike Peten you can't keep doing this
1: no at some point 2 years ago what enamored everybody uh, around the league and then green bay and all their fans was the fact that they were able to hit pass rush without having a pass rusher, period. And um, there's no pass rush. You know, the, mm-hmm. what's going to tip, we're going to tee this thing off. And I thought they went into this game 100%, 180 degrees wrong. I thought they were going to go after, you got a statue back there holding the ball, go after them and get them, get them down on the ground, go after them as, you know, let's, let's dial up some blitzes, let's get it, and they didn't. They didn't, and then when they did the little blitzing they did do it was so inept it was unbelievable. But two years ago they got pass rush by blitzing, by being creative with safety, uh, being creative with with cornerbacks and uh, nickel guys off the edge, being able to create some Have a Chandon Sullivan is not a pass rusher; he's a pass watcher when they blitz him, uh, which is a bad thing to do. Um, and then I think that um, they need to to think about what they what their philosophies are going to be if they're going to be a Go get the pass. You know they had success last year getting to the passer with four guys. Both the Smith guys were having a tremendous amount of success. If if you if you doubled up one guy, the other guy was free. Um. So you had to as a as a team you had to think about who you were going to block and then who you were going to take care of. And, and the problem was you couldn't take care of them both. Well, this year, you put all their other chips and get after uh, Zayarius Smith. Well, Preston Smith is playing uh, tag over there with the other tackle. Right. I, you know, there's just not enough going on there. So, you know, and then they sit in that dime. Um, to me, it's like, what are you – I mean, you, come on. You got two safeties and a linebacker in the box.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
1: my money says you ain't going to win too many of
0: those. Right. No, I, that I completely agree with. When you're going up against their beef and you're running out smaller, fast guys, you're either saying that we're going to beat you to the punch and clog the hole first – or we're going to get run over, and there's not a lot of in between, and they got run over more often than not, and and that's where I think a lot of people take issue with the scheme that Mike Petton runs, right?
1: Yes, I think I think there was zero creativity yesterday, and um, getting to the passer, you know, I, and, and it's hard. I mean, you look at all the success they had last year; you would expect that to carry over. But guess what? We're ten weeks into this thing, or eleven weeks, ten games, 11 weeks. It ain't working. They're gonna have to go back to the lab and start figuring some stuff out there, you know, and looking at how they're gonna attack defense, offenses. You know, you got a team coming in here, the Bears, that are wounded, uh, but they got a good defense. So, you know, the formula is for this football team to win is get a big lead, sit back and defend the pass. Playing the Bears, who knows? This game could be 17 to 10 or, or 10 to 7. You don't know. That defense is pretty solid. And uh, the Packers' offense, I think it's you know could get tamed a little bit, but maybe not. But I, I still think you're facing a good defense, so they're going to have to find a way to get the Bears to you know cough the ball up, interceptions, sacks, all those things are going to have to happen um, for them to get to get healthy and get you know the next six games are really vitally important. You go from being number one in the NFC and now you're down a couple matches. You got to get that back up there, and you got to try and not to lose another ball game. And have that number one seed
0: is really vitally important. Talking with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. And uh, so to go over to the offensive side of the football, uh, Aaron Rodgers admitted he probably shouldn't have gone to Devontae as much uh, or at least tried to force the ball to him a couple of times. Tanya was open in the back of the end zone, didn't see him. Um, They didn't run the football real well. I said this game was going to come down to the trenches, and one thing that I did watch is when the Packers, as infrequently as they did, when they did try to run the ball, didn't have a lot of success in running the football yesterday. Not a lot of holes. Now, granted, Corey Lindsley went down, but uh, I think Elkin Jenkins is a mauler. I think Runyon's going to be a fine offensive lineman. I think they're going to be okay now that they've got most of those guys locked up, but they didn't – this is this is not a big-time run-blocking offensive line, is it?
1: Well, I mean, how many times in third and one and fourth and one did they get stuffed?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You know,
1: they built their team around outside zone and and, and trying to – to pack it up up the gut, you know, it's tough. You don't have a fullback anymore or at least a tight end slash fullback and love it. So um, you're, you're kind of asking your offensive line to make sure that they open stuff up. And, you know, the outside zone wasn't bad. Yesterday I thought the running game you saw a little bit of Aaron Jones. Um, you know, we always saw how shifty and that he's fast enough to take it to the house at any given point. Uh, but we never saw a whole lot of him running behind his pads, and I thought he did a pretty good job of that yesterday. That was surprising to me. Um, I I really still think that, uh, you know, running against that front seven, they ran just enough. You get 75, you know, they ended up with, I think, 66 yards total rushing. But I think against that defense, that's okay. You just have to do it enough. I like the way in the first half they are rolling uh, Rodgers out of the pocket. They were making those guys run, and and the only problem was they had a couple of miscues in the second half with those two drives where they – you know they got themselves in some trouble with those three and outs I mean that was that was that was telling because it really um, put pressure on that defense and and they needed to uh I think uh, I think they should have stuck for the run a little bit more but I also believe that I mean they were making good stuff happen through the air just had some bad uh you know that back shoulder throw to MDS kind of went that went fizzled out and then they had a bat, you know pass that went over 17's head there so Tough sledding, but I, I firmly believe it's the whole thing is going to come down to the defense, and they're going to have to figure it out. they they, they got to get to the quarterback, and they have to find out a way to do that.
0: Yeah, I uh, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you, I want to go over to Marquez Vadas-Scantling. He uh, ends up uh, coughing up the football, but I thought Matt LaFleur, the way he addressed Marquez, was let's look at what he did and he did block well downfield. He did come up with a big catch. He did come up with the pass interference. He did three things specifically well, but Marquez's biggest issue is and still remains hanging on to the damn football whether it's catching it for a, and then dropping it or whether it's giving it up the way he did. Uh still one of those things that's problematic, you know.
1: Oh yeah, you know, you need to feel for the guy, you know, there's a bad situation for that to have happened to him, but um, but you're right. The reality is is that he has had some pretty big drops through the course of the year so far. Uh, <laughs> I think he struggled a little bit um, with his rough running. Um, he's certainly not a master technician like uh, Devontae Adams is. Um, you know, he relies on speed and, and being able to get get past the guy just at his feet. And that's, I mean, that's enough. That's enough for a lot of NFL players. Um, Football players to be successful is really you know especially wide receivers to be superior run by guys and he has that but the problem is, is it's the second level part you know you got to be able to a catch the ball b hold on to it everybody fumbles that that thing to was a bad time for him to fumble there and, um, you know I just he's just not consistent enough um, and I think that's what you know we all heard the qu- the question from Mark here in, in Green Bay uh, but I I think what he was trying to allude to is you know he's just not consistent enough and how do you rely on a guy in a tough situation when he continually drops balls and fumbles and in big and you know one of these times it's going to hurt even worse than this so um you know he's gonna hopefully he shakes out of this and he's not uh, uh gonna get uh, he's not gonna collapse and crumble under this kind of pressure because it's going to be a tough week for him in the media, um you know social media is brutal so hopefully he's able to uh uh, you know, come out of this okay, but um, it could be a really good learning point, too. You know? Got to focus right. on hanging out doing the little things right. The little things lead to big things.
0: Yep. No doubt. Good stuff, as always, my friend. We'll talk again uh, later this week, okay? Yeah, you too. Take care. Enjoy your week. I appreciate you having me on. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Uh, Eric Peranchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80 plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844 Prada. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.